Um, it was, uh, I got off work a little early, but the bridge was open for the weekend for Memorial Day. So that was exciting. Nice. Except Ooh. they have you because it's a double decker bridge and oh. they have it split up. So when you're coming home, you're like underneath the bridge when you're usually above and it feels really fucking weird. That is weird. Because like usually I, I, I love going into New Albany because it feels like Bigfoot coming home. Because you leave the city and then you drive into the woods, basically. Because New Albany is like 75% woods. And so you know, when you're driving over the bridge, it's just like a bunch of green space. And then there's a little city to the right. Anyway, it's a good time. But you don't get that experience when you go under the bridge. It's only over the bridge. So it felt weird. Ah, uh, you're missing it. You're missing the yeah. experience. I understand. I was... A sad Bigfoot coming home. Uh, you're you are Bigfoot driving home. Me, I'm Bigfoot. I work in the big city and then I drive back to the woods. Just like Bigfoot does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be what he's doing. That's why we haven't found him because he goes to work every day while we're looking for him. And then he comes home. That could be. Maybe he's got a full time job. Uh, he's doing like whatever. I work. I work across the river. Welcome. The Neighbor's Trash, the only show where you can hear all of the opinions that we have, or you. And let me tell you, we've got all kinds of opinions. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That's Kelly. I'm Paul. We do a we do a weekly show as best we can, uh, called Neighbors Trash, and it's a uh, it's a good one. Uh, most most of the folk listen to it. It's the most popular. Most of them. It's the most popular show, uh, in the United States. If you're listening in Germany, this is the most popular show in the United States. We actually don't have any more German listeners. What happened? They're all gone. They left. It's because of how long we went on about the home invasion of Germany. Oh, yeah. The home yeah. invasion? <laughs> yeah. The what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. They left? How many did we have? Uh, we had three, and now we have zero. But we where are we? Yeah. People, and they where all decided we... they were done? Yep. And <laughs> now we have Australia. Okay. And Sweden, Switzerland. So, so they're just switching their VPNs. <laughs> <laughs> they're from like Ohio. Uh, good you're old. always going on and on and on about these VPNs. Like you're I, some kind of professor of I uh, sell computer them. technology. You do? Yeah, I sell them. You want one? You don't have a job. <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Uh, I review movies professionally on Letterboxd now. You, you barely do that because you always just uh, <laughs> you always just um say that you watched it. Well, here's my new uh, here's my new method. <laughs> just say that I watched. <laughs> I say what kind of time I had generally. Not uh, <laughs> okay. Well. 
here's my new plan for Letterboxd is that I'm going to, as I watch movies, I'm going to rank, uh, not all the time, but I'm going to rank whether or not they're better or worse than the last movie I saw so that okay. you can go back and you can see, you know, you can try to, you can figure out, there's a ranking in there. No one cares about it but me. But there is a personal ranking of films that I have seen, at least that have been logged into Letterboxd. That will be that available. Would be huge for everybody. Yeah. It would be huge for everyone. It would be huge. I wasn't being sarcastic. I was like, being genuine. Not that anyone would care, but like it'd be a fun thing to do if you cared. And yeah. like if someone was like, oh, it's like okay. he said he liked this one. It's like, I like this movie more than I liked uh, Night Patrol. And then you have to go to Night Patrol and you say, like, I liked Night Patrol more than I liked uh, whatever, you know? So you can kind of slowly start to figure it out. Um, and it, it's like, that's all I'm going to say. In fact, I'm not even going to say I liked it more. I'm just going to say dot, dot, dot is and then give some sort of statement. Oh, yeah. that could be even more interesting because maybe I won't even say is better is worse, but is this more than this? You know what I mean? Right. And he's going to do all this and not say where his letterbox is no, or no. what the username is. Never. No, that's not part of it. Uh, that's not part so of it. So basically, I, as your only follower, will see all this. <laughs> I don't like anybody to see what I'm doing, but I like to work. <laughs> I like to cre I like to create a bunch of things and then have nobody see them. Uh, <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do, but just this way, I'm like, I'm not saying anyone can't see it. If you know where I am, I'm not saying anyone would want to see it. I'm just saying it's there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So take that uh, with you <laughs> when you go out for your morning jog. Um, so what are you doing today? What am I doing today? Well, I'm cleaning and I'm shopping because uh, the in-laws are coming Town tomorrow uh so we are getting everything set up uh we have a clean batch of clothing i didn't i didn't have anywhere i was going with that i did yeah. want to complain about whole foods um whole foods is a crappy crappy place um but specifically because a you so easily spend way too much money um it's like it sucks because it's the closest store to us so it's so easy to walk there right and they do have most of the things that you need except they really kind of don't um but it's like okay i want litter and it's like all right well they've got this weird litter that smells like wood chips and you know like it smells like a guinea pig cage um it's you know it's easy to clean up so that's nice it's all organic or some shit but I don't really believe any of that, A. And B, all of their products, all the 365 is the Whole Foods brand. Hold on. You don't believe in organic products or you don't believe that it's organic? I don't believe that it's organic. I don't believe that okay. they're really, you know, because it's the whole thing is just like, well, it's, you know, there's only so much you have to do to say something is, you know. I think whatever. you, I think you're not allowed to say organic if it's okay. not organic, but you can say natural and that's, maybe have that's people think about. that it's organic. But you, uh, I think natural is the word that people use when they're pretending it's organic. But also all organic 
means I worked at a Whole Foods before I worked in the produce section and it's just like you couldn't if something was not organic you couldn't have the water from it touching it or you couldn't sell it as organic uh, but again that just seems like a big waste of everyone's time <laughs> um I don't know the whole thing makes me obviously everyone knows it's overpriced but the other thing I want to say I don't see this anywhere or I haven't I'm sure it's out there the 365 brand is horrible. The cats will not, my cats, they're fat, they're slobs. They will eat anything that falls on the floor. They do not eat the 365 brand of cat food. Yeah, it's, they, it's weird what they'll, they'll choose to eat. Cause like that's, my cats are the same way. I'll buy like the expensive food thinking that like they're getting a treat and they'll be like, what the fuck is this? Like it's yeah. weird what they'll eat. And I mean, part of that's probably like, we've been eating fast food. Why are you giving us, you know, something relatively healthy? But still, you'd think they would at least try it. But they're just like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not eating this. They will, they'll like, just like sit there like, what do you want me to do? They won't eat it. Um, and it's like, I can only go so long where I'm like, all right, I guess I'll get you some other food, some food that you actually like, you know, some Purina, like whatever. Is it really that bad? They seem all right to me. They're, they seem pretty healthy. Um, but everything I've tried for the 360 brand, any 365 is, is bad. Uh, the crackers, the crackers are bad. The crackers are bad. And I'm talking like, you know, soup crackers, like stuff you just kind of want to kind of get a little bit more, uh, texture or whatever. They're bad. They're bad. Do y'all not have a Trader Joe's? We have a Trader Joe's. It's just slightly farther away. Uh, okay because i never because I, I feel like those are always together in like food areas but i, I always go to trader joe's but I, I won't go to whole foods because i like you said it's always just expensive and then like i i feel like trader joe's you go in there and you buy a bunch of crap and you think that it's always going to be really expensive yeah. and it's always 30 dollars somehow no matter what you put in your cart yeah my last trip was 18 dollars. like i'm always it's amazing and it's like shop at Whole Foods once and then go to Trader Joe's and you'll feel like you're you've got the deals of the century. They're nicer in there. Everything is better uh in Trader Joe's for sure. And everything's better. Their brands are the brands are better, the snacks are way better. The Whole Foods snacks are way they're nothing. I hate them. Disgusting. Blah. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, not a fan. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. How was Me? your day? Uh, well, it was fine. I went to work. Uh, we got to leave a little early, which is nice because government, I work at a government job and government, actual government employees get two days every time there's a holiday and us measly people only get one every time there's a holiday. So uh, it was essentially closed, but we still had to be there because we don't get that fancy holiday. And like one government person came in to try to be like, don't even try to take it, even though Ugh. he had to give up his holiday just to keep us from taking ours, but we got out at like three hours early. So that was nice. That's still um, so it was mostly work. It was nice getting home without having to get stuck in traffic for two hours. Like I have been the last two days. And then after this, I got to dig a big hole in my backyard and then I'm nice. going to a bonfire. Beautiful. Is the bonfire part of the hole or is it separate? <laughs> no, I'm, uh, my friend's having one and he lives like a couple blocks away. So at least I can just walk over there, which is oh, nice. nice. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love bonfires. Bonfires are, I, I was going to get, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. 
They're so great. I love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no. sorry. I was just I was <laughs> gonna go back and do a negative thing. I'm like, I'm done being negative. I'm, I'm only positive now. Um, yeah, yeah, we get it. You love bonfires. <laughs> Have a fucking great time out there, bitch. Yeah, yeah, bonfire, bonfire. <laughs> We've all been there. I'm so excited. I have, I still have, um, I, I bought marshmallows because that's the one thing that doesn't really keep, but I still have a bunch of Hershey's chocolate because I don't really eat chocolate. So I've got a bunch of Hershey's chocolate and I've got the graham crackers and I'm excited to make some s'mores. Nice. That's really exciting. I love, I love bonfires. I do too. They smell so, I love that smell that you have on you for like the next couple days. I uh, went because it gets all in your hair and it gets all over your clothes and your yeah. skin is lobos. We went up to Wisconsin for uh for vacation and we when we got there, it was this was in March, um, and the whole place was like covered in snow. Like you could barely see the house covered in snow. Oh, and I had nice. a they had a fire pit in the back, and I was determined. I dug the whole thing out because I'm like, I am building a fire. <laughs> And I sat there in the snow and I sat by the fire and it was wonderful. Just you? Uh, like, yeah, Kelly came out and uh, uh, Kelly came out and we had some uh, uh, oars too, but it was pretty cold. Like, I don't blame her for not wanting to sit outside. That's fun. Uh, anyway, so this episode of Neighbor's Trash is really about not having anything planned uh we've been doing the scream episodes which i think have been really good and uh a lot of movie episodes we did starman which is also really good um i loved starman i'm yeah. so i was so excited to talk about starman i know starman is a really good movie and uh it just goes to show you how great john carpenter is at a lot of different things he doesn't just need to do straight horror um no, he and can also do alien shit. He can do alien. He can he can do <laughs> ET too. Uh, it's not really ET. I, you know, you listen to the episode if you haven't. I mean, we're 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 coming at it from you, you know if you've heard the show at all. If you're a first time. We're coming at it from humans that have watched the movie. We don't have any real critical ex you know expertise. We just sort of like to I discuss. Like how you worded that. We are humans that watched the movie. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> I don't want anyone to go into it thinking they're going to get, you know. Well, it's not well, bad. hell yeah. An alien's point of view on this. Oh, shit. It's just a bunch <laughs> of humans talking shit. Uh, we did come uh, after the Voyager was sent into space and lured us. <laughs> and then we watched Starman, which just we really related to because of... I yeah. I do think we could pretty easily uh, convince the people in our lives that we are aliens. I think so too. Yeah, there's I, not very many people I know that I probably couldn't convince in some <laughs> way that I was not from the 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 earth. The earth, yeah. <laughs> I just like to pretend that it's like that's why everything's so difficult <laughs> for me. I'm kidding. Um, but no, this is so we we usually do the movie podcast this week. We're we're doing uh, something a little different. Uh, we're just kind of having some topics and we're going to throw them out there and just kind of uh, discuss them for whatever amount of time. I guess the idea is like if we hit on something and we decide that, you know, we want to discuss it more, we can. But the idea is that we each came up with three topics. Uh, I'm I'm so unprepared. Uh, I am too. I feel like this goodness. is just going to be a clusterfuck of a show, except Paul's determined to talk more about James Bond 
which he brings up every week. He wants to do a whole other episode about James Bond. Even though we already fucking talked about James Bond and what the hell else am I going to say about James Bond? But no, it doesn't matter because Paul has 9 million more corrections to what he needs to say in previous James Bond episodes. And this is just correcting me. I'm correcting things I said. So a little context here. Uh, I, Kelly, uh, was this last year? You said you wanted to do James Bond themes. And I said, oh, yeah, that'd be fun. And then what I did was I watched one of the James Bondses. I think it was Man with the Golden Gun. I had seen them all when I was a young boy, uh, or most of them. And I watched that one. I was like, oh, that was fun. I'm going to watch another one. Then I watched them all. And now I'm on my uh, second or third watch through of all of them again you're in your uh, second or third rewatch of all the james yeah. bond movies i've seen God, it, damn it. three times i've seen i no tried time. to i'm sorry i'll Go let ahead. you talk but like <laughs> i tried to do what you did and i made it maybe four movies that's pretty good before i was done forever <laughs> where'd you start did you start from the beginning no, I watched I watched all the Daniel Craig ones and then I watched like one like Roger Moore. No, I tried to watch um the Pierce Bronson one. That's the video game because it was fun to watch like, oh, I did this. Um, that's so the, I watched that one. That's the worst one. Wait a minute. The world's not enough? I guess. Is that the one he's on a ski slope with Denise Richards? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens in the, the game. Is he going on a ski slope? I but know. I mean, I watch. I watched the movie with Denise Richards. That one made me not want to watch them anymore. That's well, you picked the. No, it's fine. I get it. I'm listen, not going to tell okay. you. But it was easy to pick because I love that game. I love Denise Richards. I love Pierce Bronson. I just watched Mamma Mia. Well, I just watched it now. I didn't watch it at the time, but <laughs> I love I love Pierce Bronson. So I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, of course, that's the one I'm going to choose. But I did really like the Daniel Craig ones. I thought they were actually really good, except for that one that was really boring. I, um, yeah, I just, I can't, like, that's, the thing is, because I was the same way. That was one, I had, I had a, I had seen, but it's been, it had been a long time or maybe I had not seen because like the, the, we're talking about the world's not enough. And that was one of the last ones I watched and I put it off because I kind of knew I wasn't going to like it. So I must've seen it. Um, and I'm not a huge Brosnan Bond fan anyway, but I, uh, I got to that one and I watched it and I just remember thinking, it's like, this is, this is horrible. This is a bad movie. And I hate so much about it. I hate him straightening his tie underwater. And like people make a big deal about that being like, oh, it was Bronson's idea. And it's just like, it's, I hate it. Like, Can I tell you uh, what I think about Bronson? Yeah. I think he has, I'm sorry. Did I interrupt? Oh, go you? ahead. No, like, no. Okay. You said, yeah. <laughs> what That's I all think... I'm going to say. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, I think Bronson has the perfect look for James Bond. I don't think he has the personality for James Bond because I look at that man and I know he loves his wife. <laughs> yeah, I think that's. I love the man Pierce Brosnan. I think he's a great I guy. Do. Yeah, I like. I think I, that's. I genuinely think that's his issue with being James Bond is that he's not a womanizer. He loves his wife, and it's all over his face. But he plays his it. He plays face. it the worst. He plays it 
somehow because he doesn't know how to do it. He does it. He's not doing it correctly. Yeah. He's just playing. It's just very alien to me watching him do it. Exactly and because he, like I said, he doesn't know how to do it because the whole time he's probably thinking about his wife. Like, my wife's gonna really love this. My <laughs> wife's gonna get a kick out of this. I have fun <laughs> occasionally, and yeah, I I do like both of those games. I always said that I think he should come back and be the James. If they make another James Bond video game, just have Pierce Brosnan. He should be the video game James Bond. He's got um, the perfect look. Yeah, but I just yeah, I always get frustrated. That one in particular, though, I just it's I just really don't like it but anyway i mean obviously you're not gonna it's just like if you would have come to me and said which one should i watch i would have listed that one last last yeah dead okay. last well i don't like sean connery so i don't enjoy his just because i don't want to see him well um, you can't watch I'll a sean connery a, one <laughs> i'll kidding. watch a roger moore <laughs> one then okay i'll do it i just want to say for the record that i do think that i don't like sean connery either i kind of don't like him as james bond um I don't like Goldfinger, especially. Um, my favorite of that series of his is either Diamonds or Forever or um, uh, for, uh, not for your eyes only. Um, you Only Live Twice, which I think people consider his like worst performances. But it's like, I don't care <laughs> if he's in them. I kind of don't. I don't know. It's just something about it. I just always thought, he, I think he's a little boring. I think Goldfinger's one of the most boring James Bonds there is. That's, I think uh, all those older movies kind of move slow. So I think it's hard to go back and watch those um, with fresh eyes now, especially. Because like, seen, I don't know, yeah. even, even movies I love that um, are from that same kind, like um, Indiana Jones I think if I watch that for the first time now, I probably I don't think I'd make hmm. it through it. But because I love it so much, and I know I love it so much, and I know the parts that I'm gonna like, it's really easy to watch. But that fucking movie moves slow, Wait, and so do like a Raiders? lot of those. I am talking about. I think all three of them they move pretty slow, huh. especially the beginnings. Like it gets exciting. I'm not saying that, but. Hmm. I think okay. it takes a long time to get to the action. You spend a lot of time with Indy just like doing random mundane shit. So it's like, I, I think before uh, movies just kind of included everything and didn't really know what to cut to make it, everything exciting, which I think is has its good parts too. I think there's movies that really did that well. But I think if I was watched, I think James Bond definitely probably has those slow moments still in it. And it's like watching uh, Hitchcock movies like The Birds, like, how long do, or Vertigo? Vertigo is the one where they're driving and you have to see them drive to every location and you're like, okay. I'm done. I get it. They're yeah. driving. <laughs> we only need to see them in the car. Like they can leave the house and we understand that they're going to another location. I don't have to see her drive, but Vertigo's like, ooh, we got like 30 minutes of drive time. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I do agree that those old bonds in particular are are slow. And they're, it's like hard to hear him. And uh, I don't know. I just like, I like, I'm not like in the effects are even for the time. It's like a lot of the editing is weird. Like there's a lot of weird sped up stuff. And like, I feel like even with more action stuff that was filmed during that time, it wasn't that bad. Um, I don't know. I just, but anyway, Roger Moore, um, it's all to say that I think that he he's the James Bond. Those are the James Bond movies uh, because there's they're stupid. 
and anybody anybody who's a James Bond fan will will probably uh, rank more as one of the lower Bonds, probably with Brosnan because they don't like how goofy it got. But it's like he's always been stupid. James Bond is a dumb character, and he always makes mistakes, and he's constantly parading around you know, blowing his cover and sleeping with women he shouldn't be sleeping with and getting himself in situations and constantly getting captured and constantly lucky that the villain isn't like, to the point where it's like, you know, some, like a lot of things you can hand wave away. So it's like, well, it's movie magic, you know, whatever. Like, yeah, the villain probably should have just shot him, but like, that's not how movies work. But James Bond's like, what are they doing? It's like, no, Mr. Bond, you've stumbled into my secret laboratory. Let me lock you away for a while and then parade you around and show you stuff. And then lock you away again, and then hope you don't crawl through the vent. Um, <laughs> but Moore too has said as much that he—that's how he, he's playing it as if Bond is kind of this stupid character. And I, at one point in one interview, at least, kind of calls up kind of the the fascist nature of of the old stories and everything, and like how like is very much playing that character like a buffoon. And is it, in my opinion, then like those movies play a completely different way. They're not playing like the uh, Connery Bonds. And I do like the Craig Bonds a lot, but that's definitely different. You know, it's a different yeah, he's vibe. he's smarter and he, they, I know that they did this because it's the new, new age, but like he, he doesn't treat women as badly as the old James Bonds. So it's right. like that, that's a whole new thing. Uh, it's more, um, it's usually the woman's his partner, like through not like partner, partner, but like partner in crime kind of deal throughout the movies and not just like a girl that he just randomly sees and has sex with and leaves. So that's generally, I think that's what makes him a little more likable. And I don't, I don't even necessarily know if he gets smarter because I remember making that note when I was watching one of them, he like does the spy move where basically we talked about this on screen four, but like when, Gail is in the barn and she's doing that funky little dance trying to be like no yeah, one notices yeah. me she's wearing the mask that's pretty much Daniel Craig throughout all his <laughs> James Bonds it's like whoop I'm doing spy shit <laughs> you're like you are a spy who trained you <laughs> who trained you James <laughs> uh yeah he's um that, that's the whole thing he's not he's not good at what he does but like you want the gadgets and you want the cars and you he says stupid things and he's just like he's perfect like but the thing is like it's even better than a parody because we've got all these james bond parodies and i'm like what are you doing just watch the more bonds because they're <laughs> better at all that stuff because they're doing the subtle humor and they're doing the weird stuff but it's still a bond film you know roger moore has seven bond films and six of them are like in my top i don't know 15 10 bond films and then the craigs are the rest of it like Jesus Christ, that's too and then many films. Tomorrow Never Dies is great as well. And then I also like uh, You Only Live Twice and Diamonds Are Forever. So there you go. Uh, but yes, it is way too many. And they're, they're ludicrous. Like, and the people that make these movies are like so serious. There's this whole uh, gag, I, I guess, or uh, running joke that it's like the one of the... Uh, producers is like talking about moonraker i don't know if you've ever seen moonraker but that movie is ridiculous obviously which one's which uh, bond is moonraker it's roger moore no, uh, no i don't think i too i think i've seen one roger moore that i watched with you guys and that's it and he's like he's like this isn't science fiction this is science fact and it's like roger moore's like 
in space shooting lasers at people and it's like in it's, oh shit he gets to go to space he goes to space and oh, it's that's great exciting. like there's a run of of more bond movies that are just they're so amazingly good and i even count the last one which which people are pretty uh you know there's hot and cold on i guess and like i think that it's stylistically and like the music uh everything about these these more films they're just they're they're just uh they're what i because i like when i first started watching it, i watched all like most of the more ones like right away because those were just the ones that were at the library um so i at first it's just like this is what james bond is but i just always like that's what i associate when i think of bond i'm thinking of roger moore and not just one of those films at least at least five of them but i'm gonna say six and then maybe even the seventh if i rewatch it and i'm talking about you know what I do love when uh, people that make bad movies are very excited about the movie that they made. I think that's very fun because that's that's the like the definition of of camp, right? <laughs> like that's the definition of it. It's somebody passionately making something and it still being ridiculous. It may be purposely ridiculous, but it's still like passionate. Like they're very serious about this. This is a James Bond movie. They're not dicking around, like. They're making this movie and it's, they're just so stupidly fun. You will laugh out loud and you will enjoy yourself. Octopussy is just a comedy masterpiece. And it's, it's a beautiful movie. It's fun as hell. Uh, it's, and it's like, I don't know. I just, I, I love these movies. And like, I go back and like nothing, I something against the Conneries. Uh, I, I'm not like, I don't have as much fun. And then, um, I don't know. So that's all I'm going to say. It's just Roger Moore to me is James Bond. And that run of, of movies that he did, I feel is just a very, uh, I don't know. You're not going to have a bad time. I wouldn't start with For Your Eyes Only, but you're not going to have a bad time watching those. And people are are very, very hot and cold on, on uh, um, Man with the Golden Gun. That's constantly at the bottom of people's lists. That was my first one that i remember watching and being like holy crap this is this is cool this is fun like was this movie so it always even if i'm rewatching it is pretty dumb i still have a good time so i wouldn't start there either but uh any of the rest of them don't don't uh watch uh um a view to a kill first either I'm telling Roger the audience. Moore to me is James Bond. <laughs> I love that man. I love his James Plus, Bond. He's a wonderful man. He's a is he a wonderful man? He's a wonderful man. Uh, he's a delightful man. He's he's done a lot of good in his life, and he's just so pleasant. He loves. He and Brosnan are the two, and not that anyone needs to do this or that it's good, but they love the role so much. And they got so excited to learn like who's like going to be the new person and they're really supportive and they like go out and eat dinner with them. And uh, I was going to ask if that's something they do. They Are they, so they're all still alive. I know Pierce Bronson is, is Roger Moore, Moore Roger Moore's alive. Roger Moore and, uh, and Sean Connery are, are both uh, dead. Deceased. Okay. When did Roger Moore die? I know Sean Connery's dead. Not too long ago. I don't think. Um, okay. I mean, relatively, I guess, but 
yeah there uh roger moore really was he he was a great guy and he just like he just embraced the role and like you go back and listen to people like the cast talk about it and they all just had a really fun time with him like everybody loves him and they just like they all have these fun stories and it just seems like they were the most fun to make too it just seems like everybody was having a good I love time. that I don't yeah. get why that can't always be like I, I understand that um filmmaking is serious but it's like I hate when you watch a movie especially a fun movie especially like I don't know when you hear like the arrest development drama you're like why couldn't that have been fun? Like, why did someone have to make that a shit show, you know? Right. So it's like, it's always nice to hear when it's like, oh, that was a good time. Cause it should be a good time. Like you're on a, you're on short term with these people and you have to get to know them all. You're all doing the same job. You're all trying, you're all, you have the same goal. Why is it not fun? So it sucks to hear like the ones that are like, oh, well, this person had like a meltdown because this, they hated this guy. And you're like, why couldn't I just have fun? So it's fun to hear about the the good times. Yeah, and it seems like the the bonds are all pretty. The Connery stories are all bizarre, though. It's like diamonds are forever. Like his two, the two lead co-star ladies were like fighting each other because they were both like, at, like they were both sleeping with Connery, I guess, and like oh, in real kind life, of playing with Connery. Yeah, like during I don't know if it was during the filming or like around the same time or like. So, like, they got into it with each other because of that. So, like, uh-huh. it's just funny that it's, like, Connery's just, I don't know what it is. He's just a small, hairy little man. Like, I, it's just funny that he's got so much, uh, he clearly has that, you know? He's clearly the got. are going crazy about <laughs> me out there in the trailer. But he's, he's, he's cool. Like, no one's going to deny that Sean Connery, besides his, his uh, women slapping policy, pro- um <laughs> just i mean as far as like when you see him on screen you know uh he is he's undeniably has some sort of uh some sort of sway some sort of energy and some kind uh, of star quality there you go uh which his brother does not so he has a brother yeah he's in this movie it's called okay Con- it's got like three different names it's like code name kid brother but it's like semi-parody james bond but there's a whole controversy around that too because it was released around the time that a lot all the uh um connery movies were being released and it has the money penny and it has the m actors in this movie and it's horrible it's his brother it's yeah it's his brother his brother has a goatee is dubbed over so he's supposed to be a james bond type i actually think he's supposed to be scottish um because there's a whole scene where he's got this gang of bagpipers um but he but he is scottish he is actually scottish but here's the thing he the man is scottish the role he's playing is supposed to be scottish they dub him over the entire movie he's dubbed over with an american accent What's his What's Scottish that American accent, folks? Sorry, <laughs> I just paused too long, so I thought. Uh, what, what were you going to ask? His Scottish was too bad. I did, I think he was just that horrible of an actor there, or like they couldn't understand him, and like they do a lot of dubbing, but usually what they do is the actor will come in and read the lines, and not somebody else, even though they do do that in other bonds too. Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if that was just Sean Connery with a goatee, though? (laughs) And he just wanted to have some fun. 
He's like, I just want to take a break. I'm going to play an identical role. It's me, Sean Connery's brother, also <laughs> Scottish in a different way. The uh, the thought is, so in, uh, this was before they filmed You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice, the whole thing is that Connery gives his most wooden performance. And people speculate that he does because he was mad at the uh, Money Penny and M actors for being in this movie because he didn't approve of it at all. And they agreed to be in it and he was kind of giving them the cold shoulder. So uh, people speculate. These are the that. women that he slept with? No, these are two of the recurring characters in James Bond. So Money Penny, the secretary, and M is the the. Oh, he was mad that they were in his brother's movie. Yeah, and so he—I oh, get what you're saying. I thought you were saying he—they were—he was mad they were in the movie he was filming, and I was like, Oh okay. no, no, no! He's—he was mad at them for being in in this okay, okay kid brother, whatever the hell, okay Connery Operation Kid Brother, whatever. It's got like six different names. I had to. I see. Yeah, I, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, I enjoyed watching the movie. It's hilarious. And it's almost played as a comedy, but not fully. So it's hard to know what's going on. Anyway. James Bond. <laughs> I don't uh, have much to jump in with just because I don't know much about James Bond other than uh responding to what you're saying. So that's why I'm not jumping in too much. Oh no, I was I was doing anyway like what's your topic uh, oh so okay yeah go ahead so i i already kind of we already kind of touched on it but um because i wanted to talk about uh camping trips okay um and you said that there wasn't enough stories in that <sighs> to make a full episode and i cried under the bus, I, under I the cried bus for about 15 to 20 minutes and then i tried to pull myself out of it and then i looked myself in the mirror and i cried <laughs> And I listened to some sad songs to get the tears to flow even harder. Uh, uh, no. But, What's your uh, go-to, you need to cry sad song? Oh, I have a whole playlist. I think the one that makes me cry, I can cry on the dot if I'm listening to Mexico by Cake. Okay. I don't know why. It's not that. It's not necessarily a sad song, but I can get myself to cry immediately if, once I, that song starts. Huh. Like, it's very easy for me, even if I don't, like, feel anything. Like, I can just be like, uh, uh, okay, I got it. I'm crying. What about you? Huh. I'm trying to think. Um, what songs I cry Because everyone I'm thinking of, they don't make me cry. They just make me well up with emotion. And not necessarily, like, tearful emotion. But, like, I like, we've already talked about this. I, I consider myself having not a bad taste in music, but I tend to just, you know, I take it all in. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say something is, I'm going to push something away, you know, if I have some sort of emotional reaction to it. And I love the song, and probably because of trains, planes, and automobiles, but I love that, that every time you go away, That's you take up, but it makes me feel a lot of things, you know, I just, and the whole thing, like, because it, it just, ha it just has, you know, it just, it just takes you for a ride. There's so well, much. Like John in... Candy's wife was dead the whole time. Yeah, that's sad. sad. But like, sad. I don't, yeah, but I guess I don't necessarily think that much about this movie, even though that part, that part makes me very sad in a good way. It makes me, I guess, happy. Yeah, 
I think it is easy, like, uh, not easy, but I think it's easier when it's tied into a media source like uh-huh. that, where you can just pull from that. Because I feel that same way about the song Our Town by Iris Dement, because it's, oh, yeah. it's at the season finale of Northern Exposure. And I can't watch that without just straight up bawling. Like, I always think that I can, and then I'll just start watching it, and I'll, I'll just be in tears. And nothing, I think it's just rap, I think it's just like a wrapping up thing. There's not ne- something Oof. necessarily sad that happens in that montage. Uh-huh. It's just everybody's stories are wrapping up, and you just see people, like, moving on in their life. And it's just, I. it's a tearjerker, for sure. And that song's just so good, too. It's just like... It's the whole ending of Northern Exposure. I didn't watch most of the series, but I watched the finale a million times. Yeah. Um, and I have cried every single fucking time. It's so good. Yeah, our family is a, a strange thing with it, which I, I yeah, I love this song too. This this song is it's a beautiful song, and it's it's it also our our parents. It's like our parents and our brother Tom love the show and like absolutely loved it we had the soundtrack um i think there were two we had both of them i think and so we'd hear the song all the time and we also listened to it when we were leaving lafayette am i wrong about oh, did we? that line I, up i could see it i don't I know. remember that and i just remember it being like that's really sad <laughs> Because it might have been when we were leaving Nicholasville. I don't remember. I know one time, though, it was just like, because it was like, this is our town. I almost feel like that was maybe it was Nicholasville because that was such a strange whirlwind of of emotion and time. And it's weird that we were only there for a year for how impactful it was. And I just I know it was impactful. And I feel like everyone there made like a very like lifelong like bond with somebody there. Yeah. So it's like. Uh, I, I don't know. We had several people that came to visit us in Lafayette, like once we leave. And you don't, I, I don't know how normal that is if you were just like moving for a year and you move back, keeping yeah. those connections. But I, I don't know. I did think that Nicholasville was a great place and East Jessamine was cool. And I it's think a, there, there was a lot of uh, lifelong, I think I, Trevor Tremaine's probably still in all our lives. Trevor yeah, Tremaine. <laughs> he's someone that we all know his name. He felt like he was about. 25 constantly even though i know it's funny because he was like maybe a 17 year old kid when we knew him i don't even think he was 17 but maybe he was i don't know maybe he was because i think he was a little older than tom he was tom's friend he had this tape he made this tape it's the greatest tape i've ever heard we kept it for a long time it introduced introduced me to that they might be giants um then the early years which is to, I consider that my favorite album of all time. And I don't mean one of those discs. I mean that entire thing. Um, and Ween, uh, you know, Frank Zappa, uh, um, P-Funk, like all of these amazing groups that I'm just like, even later I'm like, why do I know that song? Cornelius, like these things where it's like, oh, it's that freaking tape, this incredible tape that just had like all these bands now that I consider just like, in, just like, why does a 17 year old have this? He's a magical person, Trevor. Um, and I love Robert. Tre- well, Trevor was just the nicest person you've ever met. He was like such a talented, he's still a talented musician. He's just like one of those people like, 
he gives um i know that everybody's like in love with pedro pascal right now but i mean i think it's with good reason because that man's got like the best energy but he's got trevor energy like those people mm -hmm. like they're just those people that walk into a room and you're just like that guy can do anything <laughs> no i was thinking with like, pedro pascal oh sorry no i was just oh, but really quick i don't even think it like it's I think it's deserved for sure. I do too. I just, but, I always like, uh, uh, I feel like people are always going to be like, oh, that's just the guy right now. And I'm like, I think he should be the guy right now. Go but ahead. it's funny because it's just like, there used to always be these big stars and it's just like, not that many we all know. And yeah. he's just the one that's like, he's kind of a throwback. It's like, yeah, we all know him. And if he shows up at something, we're going to like it, you know? Like, he just seems like he's so fun to work with. All his co-stars love him. He's just like, he's like a, just a bright light everywhere he goes it feels mm. like you're watching him like everybody feels comfortable with him when you're watching yeah. interviews he seems protective of people he's not worried to like show who he is i and he like protects the people that he loves it's just he seems like a genuine human and i think some people just have that about them and i think trevor is one of those people where it's just kind of like you just love that guy like nobody hates trevor like yeah and uh yeah, he's a cool guy. He liked my comics, which is nice. He liked every like he like if you had a, something that you were good at or you like were trying to promote, he was always there. Like he was like, "I like that you're doing this." And you're like, "Of course you do, Trevor." Like, <laughs> of course, of course, Trevor. And then he, yeah, it's um. So they he he and I I believe Robert I knew less about Robert. Robert was the quieter friend, and. <laughs> Robert uh, was Trevor's friend. <laughs> he was also there. But Sorry. they just sort of existed. <laughs> Nicholas feels like magic to me. I don't know if it's like one of those places, like, I don't know if I'd ever want to go back there, but I do just kind of want to see it again. But I just remember it's in a very, it's one of the prettiest parts of Kentucky, in my opinion. It's it's kind of right outside Lexington. And it's it's just a beautiful, beautiful part of the the country um kentucky is underratedly beautiful i think anyway and it's just one of those things where it's just like i cannot believe this is just you know here i think <laughs> like, yeah it's crazy how beautiful it gets so quickly especially the drive from because i think southern indiana also has that scenery yeah yeah so like you get to the southern indiana kentucky and tennessee and i think those are probably the most gorgeous like state parks i've ever been to in my life and I think those states just get a bad rap because people, I think, are just quick to make like the incest jokes and then yeah. they just kind of discredit Kentucky completely. But it's like, I, I think if people actually like came to like visit, like especially to do like a state park tour, I, I feel like it gets like the whole Midwest, in my opinion, always gets shafted. But like, I think especially Kentucky and Tennessee are just, I've, I've just been, I went to a state park in Tennessee just to hike. Mm -hmm. And I like had to just stand there and like almost cry because it was just so mm -hmm. beautiful. Like it's in, so green, so beautiful and so many rock. Like I, I don't know, like I loved hiking like so many other places. Like I was in Seattle and I did all those um, places, but I would, I prefer Tennessee and Kentucky to anything that was going on in Seattle. Like I love, I loved Seattle. That wasn't yeah. like a, a, a throw under the bus, but I was like, I always feel like those kind of places are like, well, you haven't been hiking till you've been there. And I'm like, all right, well, I've been hiking yeah. both places. And like Tennessee is what really took my breath away. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's I, like part of it's too. It's just like you kind of grow up with that because I know like the smell for me is one thing where I'm just like, um, like walking outside today and just like this just smells like Lafayette, that sort of thing where I'm just like this reminds me of being home. This is the exact sort of vegetation, the exact sort of the exact sort of spring that I remember, and I just like that kind of stuff. I'm just like you can't really you can't really say that any. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like if you like that better, yeah, if no, you don't. Yeah, nowhere. Like, I don't think anywhere's better than anywhere else. I think um, I didn't mean to throw Seattle oh, no, anywhere. I, I don't think you did. Um, I, I'm just saying, like I get that. Like I, yeah, for me, it's just like those those hills like i still like the one of the most stunning <laughs> city i've been to all almost all the big cities in the united states but being in pittsburgh i was like wow like for something about it it's just like it's bizarre looking and it's just like i just love being in it i love walking around in it and i haven't felt that like rarely have i felt like just so like just like this is cool being here uh, I know. I wish more people would go places with that attitude and just like go everywhere. Yeah. Like I have a friend that um, she does like hiking. Every, like she is like a super avid hiker, so like she's trying to like hit up everywhere. And I love her attitude because she'll she'll always go to just like the most random places, um, and she'll just be like, "This is like this place, West Virginia." And she just goes with the best attitude with like, this is the best place I've ever been. Yeah. And like, that's just so contagious. And it's like, that makes me want to go like hike in West Virginia. And then other people are just kind of like, I, I don't know. I just like, I hate bad attitudes so yeah. much. It's just like, I, I hate throwing like places under the bus for no reason at all. Like people suck everywhere, but places are gorgeous. So it's hard to like be upset, like when you're in different areas. Yeah. But I like, thought- Go ahead. I just like her attitude so much because she just like, she, and she came and hiked in Louisville and we got to visit for a while and it just felt so good just to be like, oh, it's so fun to have her here and like showing her places around and having someone actually like, be excited to be there and not just be like, oh, you live somewhere stupid. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I mean, it's just this thing where it's like people think because they're in that area, it's like they own it and like, I don't know, everywhere else must be bad and almost seems like they're coming at it with the attitude like i'm gonna find a reason why it's bad but yeah if you do the opposite of that like i don't know we were in huntington west virginia and it's not nice but it's like it was parts of it were really cool and it was surprising like there's this really cool arcade and this giant bookstore and like just this really kind of interesting downtown and very friendly and there's this like convention going on it was cool to see a bunch of people there and it's just like, that's, I don't know if I'd ever really think about it. And it's just like, the, it's just a really nice, you know, I can't remember. I think it's Ohio. West Virginia is so weird because it's like, there's like so many states it could be across the body of water. <laughs> and like, if you drive anywhere out east, it's like you kind of go through West Virginia. And sometimes for like two seconds, it's like leaving Ohio, entering West Virginia, leaving West Virginia, entering Ohio, like <laughs> going the same Get direction. Get me out of here. <laughs> what am I doing? How am I going? Sorry, folks, you're back <laughs> in Ohio. But <laughs> that's the side of it. Sorry, folks. And just uh, uh, to be, stay positive, I've been to the three major cities in Ohio, and I've had a great time in each one. I love Cincinnati. I love I Cincinnati. The, I've had the, I had the best pasta dish pasta pasta dish i've ever had in cincinnati it's a gorgeous little city 
Uh, Cincinnati's adorable. Cleveland, I love. Yeah. Uh, we uh, well, yeah. We we both visited there pretty recently because Heath used to live there. Yeah. Um, everyone knows. So. Every, I'm kidding. I Heath, do like, that every, just because. <laughs> I, that's my gag now because every time you bring up Heath, I say everyone knows who Heath is. Um, pretty much now, family loves Heath. <laughs> but I um. What was I gonna say? Yeah, Cleveland's great. Cleveland has. Uh, incredible like market area i love the market cincinnati has a good one too but cleveland's like blew me away it's like you like would cross a bridge and continue to go into it's just a really cool downtown i like i like driving into it and has a great energy nice people um columbus is cool yeah they have that island in cleveland where you can just be drunk on uh golf (laughs) carts and drive around that's right it's like Monkey Island in Lafayette. They're just kind of like, well, you can't have a car and it's an island, so get on your golf cart, drink <laughs> as much as you want. Go at it. Cleveland! But, uh, so I'm just, I'm just uh, trying to stay positive, especially about other Midwestern places, because uh, I uh, do like it. I, I like Detroit. I had a good time in, in Wisconsin. I've never been to uh, Detroit, but I'd like to. You've been to Detroit a couple times, and it's always been fun, and uh, it's a beautiful place and great food. Uh, my favorite pizza, Detroit style, and having a Detroit style pizza in Detroit is fabulous. Uh, I, love I don't remember Detroit the place. Pizza. I wish I did, but it was so good, and it's it's uh, truly. I do think it's my favorite favorite style, favorite cut, whatever. Um, it's. A magical place, uh, the Midwest, as is a lot of places. Like you said, it's there's beauty everywhere. There's beauty in uh, all kinds of places, and it's it's cool to just go see it and uh, you know enjoy yourself, have a good time. So I always call Chuby baby boy, mm-hmm. and I've realized that I started doing that like in the car when I have like when someone does something stupid in another car, and it really prevents road rage. Because I'll just be like, okay, baby boy, just go around me. <laughs> it is funny to be condescending to jerks because it just <laughs> it does melt it away a little bit. Like I always laugh at them, especially if they look at me or something. And I yeah. think that just kind of melts because it's just like, what are you gonna do? Like, because you want them to be want somebody to be upset, but if you see they're just like, all right, buddy, like best of luck to you. Like that's even worse. I I feel do like you- that. Yeah. Do not do that in Birmingham, Alabama, though, because um, a guy did the, um, I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like there was an area where like you had to merge into a lane and, you know, in normal society, um, if you have to merge, you just kind of put on your blinker and then people kind of let one car in at a time. Right. And so like we were all like almost at a dead stop. And so like we were doing that and I pulled into this guy that did not want to let me over, even though it was like merging on the interstate, like he had to let me over. And he was so mad that I got in there and like he like came around me and I just laughed because like I it, like it was just natural because I was like, he's so fucking mad. And for what? But that was the wrong move because then he like like slowed down and then started following me. Oh god! And I had two of my coworkers in the car, so I wasn't alone. But like, um, it he was like, um, like crazy, like behind me, he was screaming, and then he like got in front of me and slammed on his brakes. Oh my god! And I was like, and I was like, okay, I like I don't know what to do at this point. And he's driving a commercial truck that has like a number on the back, so it was like. He's not even just driving his own truck. He's like at work. 
Yeah. And so I was like, I was just like, I was getting scared. And then like, I, we stopped at a red light and he opened his door and I'm like, oh shit, now he's going to get out and like yell at me. And like, I, I, and I don't know what made him stop exactly. I think it's because he saw my coworkers finally. Cause I think he just had his eyes on me originally. Cause I, I did laugh and I think that pissed him off. Yeah. And so like, um, he saw my coworkers and my coworkers are two very intimidating looking men. Like they're this both, they're both sweethearts <laughs> of men, but like one of them looks like ZZ top. He has the long beard and he had the sunglasses <laughs> on. He's like this big guy. And then the other one also had his sunglasses on. He's a big dude. And so like, I think that he like saw them and was like, never mind. <laughs> but like, I, it's, it was just so funny. Cause they made fun of me like the entire rest of the trip. No, she'll be got him. <sighs> okay. Um, but yeah, they, they, they like made fun of me the entire rest of the trip, but it was like, just, I, I think that they did save me. I don't know what would have happened if I was on my own. It was, it was terrifying, honestly. I just think it's funny too, that that dude has to now, well, he probably doesn't care. I don't know what those, what goes through those men's heads or what happens to them. But like, if it were me and I acted like that and then had it end like that, where I was like, I was trying to confront it and then it's clearly like oh I was trying to go pick on someone because I thought it was just a woman by herself but it turns out I was probably going to get my ass kicked like <laughs> that's his whole thing like someone laughed at him he acted like the <laughs> biggest piece of shit that you could like just acting like a moron and, and then, then he immediately got scared immediately got scared <laughs> like that was his that's the whole thing that he has to live with now that, that was the sequence of events <laughs> like it's just like i i don't know how you would i would just lay it bed and i'd be like oh my god i can't believe it like there's so much less that i've done that i'm like he was, was like so i was gonna beat the absolute shit out of that woman but it turned out zz top was in the fucking car <laughs> that's hilarious we got uh, a problem here buddy <laughs> did you have anything you want else you wanted to say about camping I didn't joke. say anything about camping. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a funny joke. Thank you. I guess the only thing I was going to bring up is because I, I was, the only reason I put it down, we kind of talked about it yesterday and I think it was a big deal for us because we always, we always went camping. So like that mm -hmm. was like the big vacation for us. So I think that kind of continued, especially the kind of college I went yes. to, I went to Bloomington, uh, I went to IU in Bloomington. So like, it's a very nature area so like when you're when it's like weekends and um mm, there was mm -hmm. like house parties and bonfires so that was like the two big things so you'd either be at a house party or like a bonfire out in the middle of nowhere on one of the outskirt woods so like those are like my biggest memories and it's i think that's another reason why i still love bonfires today yeah. but i don't know if i've already told this story on the podcast but i i feel like i have because i tell it a lot but the funniest thing because I always had these these wonderful memories around bonfires. To me, if someone invites me to a bonfire, it means like there's just going to be a bunch of people outside drinking around a fires. But I assume if someone says come to a bonfire, that's what I assume is going to uh -huh. happen. And so when I moved to Louisville, um, I had my first job. It was a summer job working mosquito control. My coworker, uh, she was she was a little younger than me. Um, she was probably like two years younger than me, baby. Because um, I remember I could drink, but she couldn't. Is so I think I was twenty one, and she was probably like nineteen. So like we, um, she invites. So she came into work, and she invites me to a bonfire. 
And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Cause like, I barely knew anybody in the city yet. I was pretty new. Like I um, had only been here for like summers because mom and dad moved here when I was at college. So like when I came home for the summer, it was to Louisville and not home anymore. Mm-hmm. So like, I was like, oh, it'll be nice to like go hang out with somebody. So like, um, she was like, yeah. Um, so she told me where, she told me where it was at first. And then she was like, well, it's hard to give you direction. So I'll just drive you out there. So I was like, all right, that still sounds fine. Like, she's going to come pick me up and take me out to a bonfire. So it's going to be like a bunch of people our age, like out mm-hmm. in the woods, um, just like eating food, drinking, whatever. And so that's what I assume is going to happen. So she takes me there and like right away, like I see like, it's like a bunch of old people. So I was like, all right, this is still fine. I was like, this is just like a Louisville bonfire. This is like, <laughs> um there's just like a bunch of different people here that's fine like that's cool I'm not in college anymore like you can't assume everybody's just gonna be a young people she took me to her fucking family reunion it was a family reunion that was her like that was her family and then they all thought like we were secret lesbian lovers because why else would you bring a random woman to your family reunion like so like uh, not that that's a joke that to be a lesbian lover but it was like I had to like keep re-explaining to a bunch of like grandmas that I wasn't dating Molly I was just there <laughs> because she like took me there and she was like um and like I just had a bunch of like older ladies like being like oh it's nice to see Molly bring someone here like well, I was just like no 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 <laughs> I, I barely know her <laughs> I'm just here because she said do you want to go to a bonfire <laughs> and so like I don't know so I was like sitting with these grandmas for like the longest time and like I was just like talking to them like for an entire night and I'm just like and I can't leave because she drove me there that's nuts and it was just like the most insane thing because I was just kind of like how did how did this happen to me like I was just like why am I here and I don't know she's she was like a nice person like we stayed friends after this but I never trusted her to like yeah. make plans no after more bonfires <laughs> you are not taking me anywhere but I don't know it's just the funniest thing because she had like a long-term boyfriend too so it was like if you were gonna take uh, somebody take your like why did you take me I wonder too if they're like oh yeah she's gonna bring her partner and then you I know there. that's probably the thing. Yeah, it's just like no, no, no. Oh. It's me, her coworker of three weeks. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> well, those are some progressive grandmas, at least. I am ready to meet your entire goddamn <laughs> family. I don't know. It's a. It's. I, I'm kind of. It's a funny thing, and it was like the weirdest shit when it happened. It's a funny story now, but like. I just remember I just wanted out of there because I was just like, yeah. I don't want to go to my own family reunion. I don't want to go to someone else's. And like, I don't know, people are comfortable with their own family, but these are just a bunch of strangers to me. They're all yeah. like older Kentucky people. And I'm just, there was barely a bonfire, by the way. Like <laughs> there was a fire. It was, not the, it was not the central location of this event. It was a mostly a family reunion with like games and shit. And then there was a fire. Yeah, you got to have the chairs around the fire and nobody leaves the fire zone for very long. And there was like a hayride that we had to like sit together on. I don't, the whole thing was bizarre. I was like, are you trying to be my, I I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> That's bizarre. Why, why did you take me on a romantic hayride? 
but yeah, that was my, that was my first. And then I was suspicious of Louisville people after that. So like anytime, like I had, I made a new friend in like a, in the Louisville area, cause it is different. I feel like every, like people in Louisville were definitely raised different than we are or, but it was like, group, I feel uh... like the kind of events that they take you to and the kind of events that they feel oh, yeah, yeah. to just like bring random people to are way different than what I would assume. <laughs> Yeah, it's a different vibe there for sure. I don't know why this kept keeps popping into my head. This is sort of unrelated, except it was a group of Louisville people that I was playing apples to apples with. And it was the most bizarre version of apples to apples I've ever played because they literally just had you put, they put down the card and you put down your card and then the person would pick it. And I kept going, don't we debate this? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> It's just like, how is this a game you guys want to play? How do you, <laughs> how, why would anybody be like, oh, that's such a fun game. Let's keep playing that. Like the, the whole fun of apples to apples is that you argue your point and it could be so vaguely related to the topic because you put the topic, like someone puts a card down you have to put something related, like best related to it mm-hmm. um, or works with the best. And it's like, the point is, it's like, you have to play the hands you're dealt so you might have something that's like, this is, I, I really have to get creative to how this is connected, you know, but that's, the, the debate is the fun. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. You're supposed to be there to argue. Exactly. Like it's, yeah, that would be a bizarre way to play it just to be like, all right. But I guess next. my, my thing is, it's just like, there's a lot of people playing this and nobody seemed to be, I kept saying, I kept saying the two, just like, or I was like trying to debate mine and it was just like, the. Oh. I already took this one. <laughs> like, what is that? So I don't know what what that was. That's always stuck with me. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know if they're more polite, more include. Like, I guess it would be an inclusion thing to like not put anybody down. I, I don't even know what the vibe is. Like, I adore Louisville. I, I love the people here, but it's like not, it's not the vibe I'm used to most of the time whenever That's... I do stuff. Yeah, it's it's weird that it's like, because I don't think that's necessarily something that I would say is specific to any region. I just assume that that's just how you act as a human, you know? Well, but... it's funny because the, the friends I have in, in because I live in a city in New Albany, I said my city, I live in New Albany, Indiana, and, uh-huh. um, and the friends that I have here are very similar to like what I'm used to. So I'm just kind of like, why would just the river separate? <laughs> yeah, but they don't really, because Louisville people hate Southern Indiana. That's don't true. Maybe it's, it's the hate that fuels us. <laughs> <laughs> they hate it. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway. I have several friends in New Albany that are just kind of like, all right, this is exactly what I'm used to. And then I go over to Louisville or I like, because I have a lot of friends in Louisville that uh-huh. I love. But it's just, it's a different thing. Like, I don't know. I went hiking with my friend uh, last weekend and it was just kind of like, like, oh, we'll talk the entire time we're going, but it's just like, it's a very um, pleasant, like sharing of like our days and like very, like, it, it's just like a very, like, um, I don't know, top of the iceberg guess, I guess stuff. So it's just kind of like, oh, well, we'll discuss this, but we won't get so deep into it that we're like going to debate anything or like get super into one thing, which is what mm-hmm. I'm used to, I guess. 
And so like, it's, it's always just a very pleasant time where you're just kind of like, oh, well, this was fun. And then you're like, well, we should do it again sometime. And then you're like, well, that was a good time. And then you have to like, I don't know, debate somebody else for the rest of the day. <laughs> Sit the debate aspect. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if it's necessarily a Louisville split because there are some people that just don't take to that, but maybe it's more just like, well, people in this region are from mostly from X area and they don't do that. I don't know yeah, what it is. I think that's what it is. But, yeah, I, but yeah, there's super fun people in Louisville too. So it's not like a clear split, but it's just, it's very noticeable. I think, I think Louisville's just way, I think people that grew up raised and born and raised in Louisville are, have a very more polite vibe than I'm used to. Sure. I could see that. They're wonderful wonderful people and it's a wonderful, wonderful place people. wonderful people. um i wanted to man my topics aren't very good uh i guess i wanted to briefly talk about um re-watching friends and just i wanted to share my thoughts because kelly you're re-watching friends too um i think that there is a steep drop off between like four half of five and the end of five and the show gets bad in season six i think it's a bad show and i want to discuss uh a couple things because i have i've been discussing with Kelly, i keep throwing things and she says you're throwing things at me uh you're throwing things at me that's what you say to me so uh i just wanted to Discuss that a little bit, and I wanted to reevaluate uh, Phoebe, who I feel gets a bad rap, but I feel like is doing the best she can dealing with this group. I think this group breaks her a little bit, and I think it's correct that she becomes a little bit cynical because I think it would be difficult to continue. She should have left. She should have left when when uh, when Rachel said like, "Oh, you live right out." She should have been like, "Maybe it's time I I look for people that are more like me." Ross should have done that too. I don't. I don't care what happens to Ross. You know, I. I. I don't personally. I'm not invested in 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 Ross as a as a as a human. You know, I don't care if if he's necessarily happy or whatever. You know, I don't want him to be unhappy. But you know, but I do think he should hang out with other people. And it, the the friends all laugh and pretend to fall asleep when he's talking. And the things he's talking about, by the way, are not uninteresting. I think you could easily have a conversation about them. They're good jumping off points. He, maybe he's not great about it, but he seems to me he's kind of awkwardly trying to share his interests and his friend. All of his quote unquote best friends are just like you're boring. Everything your job sucks. You suck. Uh, anyway, Joey. Huh. And I just think it's it's kind of mean. Uh, again, not a Ross supporter at all. Ross is a Ross is a freak, and mm -hmm. uh, is definitely, you know, at the bottom of the ranking of friends. But uh, I don't know. I just uh, rewatching the show. I just uh, that's how I feel. I feel like Phoebe maybe got a, a bit of a bad rap. She kind of did, yeah. Like she does start out like kind of annoyingly whimsical, and they do beat that out of her. Like, I know she was like a lighthearted, fun. Like she's she had all these weird, quirky beliefs, and she was like, "Oh, I think my 
you know, grandma's in this cat, or I think this old woman went inside me and she seemed like she really cared about stuff. And I just feel like the friends were just like, fucking idiot. Like, Phoebe, <laughs> you really believe this shit? Oh. Stupid. Stupid dummy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it I... is funny rewatching it and like realizing, especially episode by episode, because uh, I, I know that you'll randomly text me and you're like, I like Ross okay now. And then like the next day you'll be like, I hate Ross. Um, but it's funny that they are pretty much like unlikable or likable episode to episode. Like they're yeah. not very consistent characters at all. Just kind of like Rachel did the creepiest shit. And then the next episode, she's normal and fun again. And then uh, the next episode, she's really mean for some reason. So. And it's funny too, because they always, they tell us things about the characters and then they immediately the characters start acting like that they're like i do not do x y or z and then suddenly they start doing it and it's like you've never right. done that like i always say like i seinfeld on the other end is really good about being consistent with the character traits to the point where it's just like they'll call back or they'll, they'll say george you do this all the time it's like something that george does all the time you know mm -hmm. it's not like that elaine's just pulling something out of a hat that george does She's calling on something that George does all the time in the show. And for friends, I always feel like they're like, oh, Rachel, she's such a pushover. And I'm like, I don't think that's true. I've seen Rachel not be a pushover a lot. Like, I know that was random. Yeah, they called her a pushover. And then I think they just needed something for Rachel and they didn't really know what to do. Yeah, but that episode is the first one that she's shown herself to be a pushover at all. Yeah. And then Joey usually, would yeah, she would just stand up. Good. Uh, Joey obviously gets dumber and dumber and it's weird how inconsistent his stupidity is but also yeah. like I I don't like it because they'll sometimes like do things like I, I feel like the whole idea originally was uh, he's street smart he's not necessarily like book smart but he knows how to do stuff he knows how to fix stuff and then suddenly it's like he can't tie tie and he can't do basic things to stay alive like he just doesn't know how to do things like and then, like, uh, I just watched the Porsche episode, and it's like, that's not Joey. Like, Joey doesn't try to trick women. He's not Barney Stinson. Like, he's right. very honest. He's very, like, he's just himself. Like, it, but, like, here he's trying to trick people into thinking he wouldn't do that. That's not what he does. But it's just, like, they do change. Ross changes all the time. And, like, he just, like, he didn't become, like, you know how they like the, they talk about the flanderization where it's like the character becomes so much their traits that like they're not anything else they're sort of just the jokes you know mm -hmm. and ross it's just like they gave him something new and he just became a this other weird neurotic thing that like i don't even know what's going on there he just morphed into that and it's like I, he's just like unlikable in a new way now <laughs> like yeah. That's a whole new thing. But yeah, they just like say, they'll point and say, you do this. And it's like, you never really did that before, but I guess you do now. I don't know. I and... do feel like the one thing that they knew was that people hated Ross and they were going to keep the hate flowing no matter what with him. He's just got like, okay, who's our uh, least liked character? Ross. <laughs> Throw him the worst shit. Nobody, nobody has ever said that they liked Ross or Ross is there. I won't even hear it, even if somebody has said that. And I think, like, eventually they're like, let's just, he's down on the ground, start kicking him. <laughs> like, let's start kicking him while he's down. 
I would believe that people thought Ross was okay, but I would never believe someone that said Ross is their favorite character. Yeah. You know? If they watched the show, they would not say this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I would, well, but I do have a turning point for me that I was like, I thought that maybe I liked Ross more than I thought. Again, not, you know, top tier character. Uh, and I decided that I think Phoebe is a better character than we give her credit for is the episode where Ross starts to play his music again. I think that's a really nice moment between these two characters where like Phoebe's like in awe of Ross's music and like Ross is really excited about it. And I like that they have this thing where it's like, she's like, she gets it. And like, they, I almost wish that they would have it where it's like Ross always liked Phoebe's music more than everybody else, you know, like, like Ross was always a huge fan of hers or like he every time they're like ah that song sucks he's like oh I liked it like give him something like that way like again they do these things where it's like suddenly this now never again they don't even do it like (laughs) Rachel's boss I'm talking a lot about five and six because I'm watching it but like Rachel's boss at Ralph Lauren she starts out this really supportive character and she's the whole issue is that Rachel doesn't smoke her boss and her coworker go outside and they discuss things and Rachel wants to go outside with them. So she decides to pretend to smoke. She's so like supportive and like she's in- inclusive and everything. And then suddenly the next time we see this character, she's cruel to Rachel. She doesn't listen to her at all. She ignores her. I don't know if Rachel's just screwing up at work and this lady wants to fire, but it's like, you're not like this is the second time we've seen this character why are you pretending like it's a completely new character yeah it's weird it's weird to me but i i think that six is is bad i think it's a bad like i'm not saying bad and like i'm not enjoying watching it but in bad like it's poorly written like i am starting to really not like the characters like even the ones i used to like um and it's just like the the plots are just they don't make any sense they're pretty like a lot of times nothing happens i was complaining to you about how it took him like three episodes for chandler to move in to monica's apartment and it's like i don't know it's a lot of like nothing is really going on anymore and now that two of the more interesting characters are together like the other friends aren't carrying their weight as much i don't think um but I don't know. I just that's noticed. true, and that's a funny way to put it because, like, I don't know. They start all the characters start to complain that they're getting like one gift from Monica and Chandler from now on, and we're only getting gifts from them because, yeah, it's their it's their story, and then the rest of the friends for the rest of the series, pretty much. Yeah. After they get together, they didn't they didn't do them getting together very well because of that. Like they they didn't they became a couple, and they lost being individual characters after they got together they did yeah they're constantly the joke is that they're something about their relationship they're constantly yeah. a pair and you like, barely, yeah you barely got one like as before you would always get like subplots with just chandler and just this person you don't really get that once they're a couple it's it's like monica and chandler are doing this in the other room the two yeah. single characters are still to like up to their shenanigans yeah, like Joey walks in with relationship troubles and Monica and Chandler are both there and yeah. they get their their lines. It's not, yeah, you completely lose them with the rest of the group. Like, yeah. you don't get when in, the... in, When in reality, when you're in a relationship, it's not like 
we do everything together now. It's like, no, you still have your same friends. Like it's like, yeah. and you go do stuff. It's not like, all right, well, you'll talk to the both of us when you get back from whatever <laughs> like cool thing you're doing, because we're done. We got, we're together now. And so our story is done. Yeah, we're, we've completed our quest and we're waiting for everybody <laughs> else to get here. And yeah, it's, it i i just i think it really takes a nosedive and like i maybe it corrects if they start to figure that out but i kind of don't remember it doing that uh i don't really remember i think seven is pretty much the wedding right like it's the engagement it's the richard drama it's the wedding and then we get the pregnancy stuff and i'm just like dreading this i'm like oh man this just this show just falls off a cliff for me it um, does, and it's a pretty fun show up until then, which is what's disappointing. Because I don't know, I it's I don't think it's like a, the best show. I know it's a whitewashed, like stupid show, but it's it's got its jokes and it's fun to watch. And we watched it as as kids, so like it has a lot of nostalgia, and I think that's why we love it. But, but like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, purely on a sitcom level, it's it's a quality sitcom for three seasons. Like three, four, and five, I think are are and like three four and like half of five are quality well-written you know sitcom situations jokes all that stuff like we're talking purely about just the structure of a well you know i get it it's not obviously a lot of the content isn't great and all that but it's just like if you're talking about just as far as a written series it's it does really well i think as a is a top i keep saying top tier I don't like continuing to sit, but anyway, it's a, it's just a, I think it's a really good sitcom for, for that stretch. I did too. I liked it. I thought it was fun. Like, especially rewatching it. Like it's, there's funny parts. Like I've laughed out loud watching friends. I'm sorry. I laugh out loud all the time. I laugh out. I'm saying sorry to other people, not you. I know that you do. And it is, it's so funny, like watching them now and, Cause when we had, we had the VHS tapes. So like they would like send you or we would buy, like, I think they had like four tapes through seasons that you had to like keep putting them in. Like it, like we, this mm -hmm. was even before the DVDs. That's how far back of friends lovers we are. But the VHS tapes had like extra scenes that don't exist anymore oh, yeah. on like the broadcast version or the DVD version. So like, there's so many times where I'm watching, I'm rewatching it now. Cause I think we're both watching on HBO probably. Right. Yeah. Um, so I'll be watching it and then like I'll uh, there's an extra joke for Chandler that I'll I'll just say it now like <laughs> but it'll it'll just be gone like I'll just yeah. be like oh like that's that was part of just those VHS tapes and like that's just a secret between uh all of us that <laughs> were in it from the beginning with the VHS right. tapes it is funny though because yeah I think it's just like a few random scenes but there's just like a like a in it's usually just an ending of a joke it's usually like two characters will have like a back and forth and then one character might say one more thing. So it's always that one more thing where I'm just like, why didn't Chandler say his quip? Excuse me. <laughs> what are we so, doing I don't here? know. I think that's fun. Yeah. I don't know. It feels like you're in some sort of special club where you're like, actually. <laughs> I know the secret lines. Yeah. That's <laughs> I um And I, I love sitcoms. I, I, we, we've talked a, a lot about sitcoms. I, I, I love sitcoms. I love how stupid they are. I, I talked at the beginning of this whole episode about Roger Moore, James Bond. I mean, that's my level of 
I like things that are sort of formulaic and goofy and like structured, like in, in a way that's like, just, you know, you know what you're going to get, but then just depending on the quality of the jokes and the likability of the characters, you get something extra. And I, I just like being handed that in a nice, neat little package, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, I I feel like for a good stretch, Friends, obviously, Friends is Friends. Everybody knows Friends. Uh, even I if you don't know Friends, you know Friends. But like, it's just like, it was knocking it out of the park. And I just, I feel, I was so like, because I, I love the whole stretch. I love the whole, uh, they don't know, you know, we know. Even though I think it was a little clumsy. Like, it's obviously, that's just so much, that's they so much fun. That we know that they know that we know. Yeah, like fabulous. I love that whole sequence, the whole uh, Chandler and Monica people discovering that they're uh, they're dating, and it's like. But then I yeah. Go ahead. Do you think there's anyone that doesn't know the friends' names? Huh. Like if you just, especially people that grew up, like uh, people our age. Do you think there's anybody that's just kind of like. That genuinely is like, all right, I know there's a Monica, but the rest. Because I'm trying to think of a show that's popular that someone could say. Because you know those shirts that are really popular that just say characters' names with and in the middle. So like if you if you saw a friend one, it would be like an all all white shirt with black ink that just said Monica and Joey and Ross and Rachel and Phoebe. You've seen those? No. Oh, okay. Well, they're a popular shirt, and that's just all it is. It's just, I think it's just in a normal font, and it just okay. says them in a row down the shirt. And so, like, if you were, like, watching How I Met Your Mother, it would just be, like, Marshall and Lily and Robin and Barney. So I'm just trying to think, which show would I just not know what the fuck they were talking about that would seem like a show that, like, everyone should just know by, like, the characters' names? Hmm. I feel like Friends is one where you're just kind of like, I get it, it's Friends. But I'm just like, I don't know if everyone would know How I Met Your Mother, just because I don't think it was that popular of a show, even though it, I don't think it was a good show either. But Yeah, um, I know it's during I, like, an era where I don't think any of the, it's funny because it's like, I don't think 30 Rock was very popular. I don't think Parks and Rec was particularly popular. Like, I'm just, obviously a lot of people watch them and it's like compared to streaming numbers, it's still huge. But like, it's not like, the sitcoms back then that were just like like everyone was watching them yeah it's because you didn't really have much of a choice so i think that that's it's different now i don't think like i i think if you asked you know 10 people on the street like what are the names of the five main characters of parks and rec like they might not even be able to tell you all any of them you know it's like oh yeah, i, I watched that show uh i think ron like you know it's like I don't know if people would really know it, but I think like those those huge like how many episodes of of Cheers have you watched in your life? Probably three, all the way through. Like if if I like I've seen parts of Cheers several yeah. times, but I think if I was just saying like I watched this whole episode like beginning to end, probably three. Honestly, name four characters from Cheers: Sam, Diane, Woody. Uh, fuck, I wanted to say Roz, but that's Frasier. Um, whoever Danny DeVito's wife is, it's Rhea, but I don't know her name in the show. I did pretty well, though. Yeah, that's what Sam, I mean. Sam, Diane, Woody, Norm. Norm. Norm, uh, yeah. There you go. 
Thank like you. you don't like that's the thing you just know them and then it's like they're yeah. in they're in other pop culture things like they pop up like you see um you know them from jokes and so like they're just they're out there i maybe not for like young young people but like that for anybody around our age like you're gonna know you're gonna know all the seinfeld characters names you're gonna know all the friends characters names you know like there's nobody that doesn't know them just because it's like you just have to, whether you want to or not. You might hate it, but you're if you're a huge hater, you might pretend you don't know them, but you know them. You don't sit there and tell me you don't know all the characters from Fritz, you know? Don't sit there and uh, tell me <laughs> you don't know Ross's name. <laughs> uh, do you mean Russ? <laughs> Russ is Wait, a better he's... character. I so want to do... I... I get so excited about French trivia. I think more so than any like good show, just because I know that I know the like behind the scenes shit. So I'm just kind of like, I know that I know like so much about this show that it's gonna be so fun to try to kick somebody's asses that are just there leisurely. Right. More so than like doing Simpsons, which is super fun. But like Simpsons, I actually care. Like, I'm just kind of like, oh, I'm mad that I didn't get this, or I'm mad that I didn't, like, know this right away, or I'm mad that someone else got this above me. Friends mm -hmm. is just all fun. Or it's like, I know so much random shit about Friends, and I know I can do better than the average, like, 20-year-old person today. So it, it, I'm just kind of like, bring it on, bitches. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I'm not going to uh, sit here and, and, and pretend that I'm not a fan of the show Friends. Like, uh, this is... I couldn't tell you how many times I've rewatched it, you know? No, I, yeah, uh, I, I didn't mean I wasn't a fan. I was just saying, like, it's not, I understand it's not, like, a great A show. No, I get what you're saying. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. But, like, that's the fun of it. And that, I was saying that with the uh, uh, Roger Moore, James Bonds, is that I understand what the quality of these films is. Uh, that doesn't matter to me. You know what I mean? Like, you can say all you want, everything. I've heard all the James Bond things. I know what they are. I agree with most of them, but I love it. You know, <laughs> I love it. So I leave my headphones on so I can hear all <laughs> your shit. I heard, I heard you say Kelly's going to hate this one. I don't know what that was referring to. It's me singing my song. I last oh. time. Because the joke is, when you left last time and you told me to be quiet, I quietly sung a Christmas song. I heard you because I leave ah, my headphones okay. on. <laughs> I always have my headphones on. I just can't talk back because I leave my microphone. But I can always hear you people when I leave my area. Is it because we're always talking shit? You're always talking shit about me. Everybody <laughs> is always talking shit about me. And it's because I'm so friendly. And so nice that people think they can be mean to me all the time. But it right? stops now. <laughs> it stops now. I'm going to keep doing it, personally. I don't I don't mind it. I just think it's funny. <laughs> I feel like the nicer you are, the more people can be like, well, she can handle this. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's probably what it is. We don't actually say shit about you when you're gone. I know, but I think, I, I didn't say you said shit about me when I'm gone, but I think just joke wise i face. think yeah i think yeah to my face i think joke wise especially with my friends and like i don't know every, every, everyone i know my coworkers, everybody uh -huh. 
it's very easy to make fun of me instead of making fun of somebody else that I get I get a lot of shit piled on me that I feel like other people would crumble under but I just grow stronger that's true now you can handle anything you're not (laughs) you can't be taken down they're just kind of like this is the person I really hate but what we can talk about is how much we hate Kelly for no reason (laughs) yeah because they don't hate you uh, I'm just like, come on, guys. <laughs> All right. So, how are we doing here? We're doing good. So, you brought up friends. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to talk. I guess the only other thing that I was thinking about was Mario Party. I know we don't really have like strong, oh, wow. like things we're talking about. So, this is gonna be brief. I just thought it was fun because uh, me, me, Meg, and Lee play a lot of Mario Party because like. It's a fun way to like, cause we just like get on the phone all three together and just so we can talk stuff out like while we're like playing Mario right. Party and it's fun. Um, <laughs> but it's fun cause like I, I love that stupid game cause it's, it's basically a board game on, on video game. So it's like, it's, it doesn't take a bunch of brain power. It's not like you're like trying to do something. So you can like talk like about, about a bunch of stuff, like while you're trying to do stuff. But I do love that, like, we know what's going to piss off people now, like, through this game. Because, like, uh, we were playing Mario Party, I think, like, two nights ago. And, like, um, so, like, we, uh, it's usually me, just me, Megan Lee. Sometimes we have a fourth person, sometimes we don't. So, basically, we all always hate the computer person. because And, like, it sucks when they're winning. But, like, it's funny... They know me so well at this point that as soon as one of them gets on like the ally spaces, which the ally space in Mario Party is like, um, you get like an extra dice roll and you get like a random character to like walk the board with you. Mm-hmm. I get so mad when I don't have one and everybody else yeah. does that. Seriously, they are like walking on eggshells around me. Because they're just kind of like, oh, no. Like, every time someone gets an ally, like, Meg's just like, Kelly, are you okay? (laughs) I never get an ally. Like, it never happens for me. I never land on the space. Sometimes these motherfuckers will have two allies, and I won't have one. And they're just adding up their dices. Like, they're, like, waltzing around. It's like Bowser, Luigi, and Boo just, like, hanging around in a group. (laughs) It's just me fucking rosalita alone on the board <laughs> rolling ones sad yeah. as hell and like i don't know i just it, it is something like i i don't know it it cracks me up so much that like they know that it's gonna piss me off at this <laughs> point it's because i brought it up so many times yeah yeah but i love mario party like i love the stupid mini games i love mini games because i like not committing to like an entire thing that you have to do the entire time right so it's not like I don't know, because, like, sometimes they'll want to play, like, Mario Kart, and it's just, like, I don't want to just play Mario Kart for, four like, four hours, you know? We've never played for four hours, but I'm just, like, I just want to play, like, one game where I can talk to you guys and not have to, like, commit to, like, doing, a like, one thing. So I think that Mario Party is probably the perfect, especially long-distance friends. I feel like mm-hmm. it's one of the most fun games that you can play. That's my little uh, advertisement for Mario Party, but they need to like fucking let me have an ally. I did. What's the newest one? There's this little baseball, uh, this little baseball game. Is it here? We're waiting for our groceries. No, I was getting my shoes. I was ready. Oh, okay. 
Um, there's a little baseball game where you uh, are playing baseball. It's, it's like a toy. Um, I'm not explaining this very well. I didn't explain Mario Party very well, so you're doing good. Okay, but anyway, there's a there's a like a mini game you can play, but it's like a full game of baseball, but it goes very quick, and it's it's very fun. It's very like hungry, hungry hippos looking, like toy game balls bouncing everywhere, little cups that you know you hit them into, and uh, visually fun. I was playing with my friend Kale because uh, Kale and I will play this game a lot, just because it's fun and dumb, um, and you have a good time with it. But uh, he's a big baseball fan, and I tolerate baseball. And uh, I was kicking his ass at first, and he went quiet. <laughs> and then he ended up winning by like twenty runs. So that's uh, that's it. Uh, Mario Party. <laughs> Hello. That's. I mean, that's all I really had to say about Mario Party. That's just what I was thinking about. So I was like, oh, I should say something about it, but. Yeah. I didn't really have much. I just like I uh, we just played the other night and like it was just so funny to me. <laughs> they brought it up immediately, like because uh, the art the computer guy landed on the ally space first, and Meg was just like, "Here we go." Uh oh. <laughs> He's yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff that makes you angry at your friends at that game. There's a lot of like stealing. You get stars eventually. There's stars around the board. There's a lot of stealing. Uh. There is uh, there's a competitive element to it. You sometimes get paired up, and depending on how well you do or don't work with the person you're paired up with, uh, it can be a disaster. A lot of yelling. What's, I think what's funny is none of that tears us apart. Only the ally shit. The ally shit tears us apart. Like, us being paired and not doing a game well yeah. flies. Who cares? <laughs> Me not having an extra dice roll? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> that is bullshit. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I don't like having the... Yeah, there's a lot of things that uh, that are, are uh, uh, cause anger with that game. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love what you're doing here. You're trying What's to calm that? me down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. It's okay to feel angry sometimes, but we just need to remember... That uh, uh, no, I I I do like oh, it. Did they call you? Did they call you and tell you to talk to me? Because <laughs> I swear to God, I had the classic like uh, I uh, always talk about my friend Nathan, who we did, we all did. He brought all his friends over to do yard work so he could get a a sixty four. Uh, but we did get it. We did get to play it a lot. Um, but I do have to bring it up because I didn't get a 64. His mom didn't buy me a 64. I did a lot of that yard work, you know. Uh, it's not like he did more than us, you know. She really should have bought you all 64. <laughs> we should have all gotten a Nintendo 64, but he got it like right away. And uh, we had all the classics, uh, Gauntlet and uh, Tetrisphere, uh, all the games you think of right when you think of 64. And <laughs> um but anyway obviously we had the mario parties and the, the smash brothers and the, the golden eyes um but you know you had the one where you you would do the thing where you would rotate the uh analog the, the joystick around and it would like it would like cause you to you know rub a hole in your hand um and then so many of the joysticks got broken because of that too because you it would just wear it down and the, those joysticks were already pretty cheap so you know 
it didn't take much already, but uh, it was easy to, to screw them up. Um, I think that was the second Mario part. Anyway, that was uh, that was a fun game. A lot of good, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good tiny games. I also like uh, if you like just uh, the uh, random fun little mini games. The the WarioWares are fun. Uh, Incredible Crisis kind of stuff where you just get thrown something gets thrown at you real quick. It's like uh, I say, Incredible Crisis, you know, something like that. The PlayStation one where it's just like. They'll just throw mini games at you, and it's like figure I love out mini games. But it's like I love these because it's like it's like five seconds. Figure out how to get this car to move across, and like if you were if it were just a video game, it's like oh yeah, you figure out the controls. But it's like figuring out control schemes really quick, and like trying to figure out like how to get this guy. Like what are you supposed to do? Like, and they get like you just have to do it. You have to figure it out as quickly as you can, and then just go on to the next one. And it's just a bunch of little games like that. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I do like that style where it's just like. Uh, I do wish I, I I think I've said this on the podcast because I know that we talked about this, but like I do wish they would make like a long game for the Pokemon Stadium mini games and just like mm-hmm. have that as a Mario Party. That would be fucking amazing. Like I love I love mini games, and I think those are probably my favorites of anything I've ever played short of the dusting in Mario Party. I think dusting in Mario Party is probably the best time I've ever had in my life. And then on top of that, I love the uh that Pokemon Stadium minigames. Oh. So they should just have like a full on game with just it could be Mario Party style and just Pokemon, but just like those mini games. Those are fucking fun as hell. I agree. I love those mini games. Um I do agree that those Pokemon Stadium ones are special. I don't know what it is exactly. They just there's not very many of them, but you can play them forever because they're just yeah. fun. And there's Especially that, that lick a tongue one uh, mm. where you have to like eat this food and then sometimes they'll eat the wasabi and he goes, wasabi. Yeah, that is fun. I like the ring toss that I like that one where you're oh, yeah. the heart you're using Harden when the boulders are hitting your head. I was so uh, bad at that one, but yeah. And, the, and then the, Ratatat had like the jumping. Yeah, he was in a little maze race thing. And he had to run that. You had to jump over the barriers. They're all the Clefairy one. The Clefairy one. That one drove me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all quality mini games. And I know there's some, I don't know what they were for Pokemon Stadium 2, but they should just release a collection. It's called the Pokemon Stadium Mini Game Collection. And you can just and play add them and I'll add more. Add more. Add um, more. I want add more. more. Add more. I love the. Uh, <laughs> That's that. I mean, you talk probably talk to anybody that that enjoyed Pokemon Stadium, and it won't take you long for them to say, oh, "I love the mini games." I don't know if anybody really liked the core game as much. Like it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't as fun, but I did like. I I liked how we played it, where like we would just randomly choose, like we would look away and randomly choose Pokemon and then fight them. That was so fun. It wasn't as much fun when you tried to play it because I mean. As soon as you saw that your competitor had fire, you would just pick water and destroy him. It wasn't yeah. fun that way. So, like, it was fun random, but it wasn't fun, like, action yeah. style. That was fun where you just, like, had to play the hand you were dealt. That's... There were so many games that we did like that. Like, I or we just made up our own shit. Because I know that we had a super fun way of playing Risk that I know was not the rules of the game. Because ours would, I think Risk, I, if you actually play by the rules, takes forever to play. It's like a Monopoly style. 
we had this like super like uh fast paced style of playing risk where we just yeah. invade we'd invade very quickly and and very like i i forget exactly how we played it but i wish i we had written down the rules or remembered the rules yeah. anyway because that was like the most fun time i think that was my favorite board game we would get at risk and we'd fake our, we'd do our own fake version of it and it was the most fun that i i can remember of that game i think you should yeah i I don't know what the be- the best way to do it is do you try to play it the right way and if you don't have fun make up your own rules if you make up your own rules don't look at the actual rules i don't know it's tough but we, yeah it is... we definitely never knew the actual rules of risk because yeah. when we made up our rules we were kids so like yeah we're I not gonna read we... the rule book yeah hell no I think we just liked that all those like little figures were different colors. So it was like, <laughs> I'm green and I'm invading Iceland. And you're like, fuck hell. I, I fuck remember hell. we had like a, fuck hell. <laughs> I remember we had a very like, uh, it was like turning the cards and rolling the dice, like determine like who went where. Mm-hmm. And then it, you would just like very quickly invade the entire world. And then the, the person would win. It was not, it was not the slow burn that risk is supposed to be, I think. Yeah, we went to town and it was just more who was luckier at the right times than it was yeah. about strategy. Like it wasn't. Yeah, there was, was no, no strategy in our version. It was just, I yeah. do, every time I see like a special version of Risk, I want it so bad. I think there's a Simpsons version of Risk. I know there's a Life hmm. and a Monopoly, but I feel like there's a Risk too. But all like every single time I see a risk, I want it just because I feel like we could make a really fun game out of like all the different versions of risk. Yeah, I play risk. I play risk tomorrow. Can you I imagine? I don't I swear I don't think that there's actually a Simpsons risk. I think it's just something that I looked up thinking there might be. It doesn't uh, seem like there how would you brand that Simpsons, I guess? Maybe I don't you know, could, just but, like uh you'd invade the burger? quickie mart. Yeah. yeah. I I I I'll give I don't know $50. I do really want I want um Simpsons life um cool, yeah. yeah it's it looks like a really fun game I love life so I love, I love living <laughs> I love living I'm so so laid back and cool how uh what's our time looking like because it feels like we've talked for a while uh our time it says uh right here it says over <laughs> <laughs> a little joke for you that's a little joke to close out the podcast because yes, we have been oh. talking for a long time and uh, it's been a good conversation. I don't really have a, a last thing I was no. going to bring up how much I'm enjoying Pluto TV. Pluto TV, if you don't know what it is, it's free streaming service uh, where you just have to sign up. You do not have to pay anything. And then it has live feeds of shows so there is a star trek channel there is a top gear channel there's a cheaters channel there's a survivor channel but there's also a a cult movie classics channel where you can just sit the movies already started it's like watching tv because you put it on you're halfway through a movie and it's just like they're streaming a movie they don't cut anything it's the whole whole movie there's just ads in it uh, you ready okay I'll, I, I gotta go i'm sorry i gotta get my groceries Get Pluto, Pluto TV. TV and your groceries. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.